Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and I'm happy to be here to talk about step number two, willingness. And tonight we're going to be talking about the process and integration of this step. But first of all, I would like to welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. We're excited to wrap up this step of willingness with you tonight and talk a little bit a little bit more about being willing to be in the process and have your process be your process and then integrating this step uh into the the process that we've started this year and uh going from awareness to willingness and how can that support you and maybe do a little um follow up on the tools that we've shared this month uh, to support you in moving to step number three. So um, Terry, what are, what is your feelings on your process being your process? Processing my process. Hmm. That's an interesting concept. Um, I guess that means having an awareness of your process. And understanding how you approach decisions in your life and choices in your life and aware of how you, I don't know, how you think about things. I'm not sure that I understand processing my process. Uh, Can you elaborate that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I meant uh, letting your process be your process. Um, So not getting frustrated when things aren't going the way that you thought they were supposed to or things not moving as fast or as slow as you would like them or not getting that job you really wanted or um, that that relationship um, going as far as you wanted it to. So just things that you can't really control um, happening as life does and allowing that being willing to step into the unknown and being uh, willing to let your process be your process. And however that comes out, however that moves forward, being willing to take that next step. Hmm. Yeah. I th- well, I was listening to you talk. I mean, I just think it's, it's a, about not living in the land of expectation. I mean, I, I don't know that my process is is associated with that, but it's being practicing the steps of fearless living is a process. And so we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked specifically about the four no's on this program, but that's another component of the fearless living journey to freedom. And so expectations, I I try not to have expectations. That's my process, to live in intention rather than to live in expectations so that I'm not disappointed. I'm not frustrated. I am willing to surrender to to the process of life, you know, life happens. And my intention is to be aware 
to uh, open my eyes and, and see what's around me and to be grateful for all that I have and to open my heart to any opportunities and to open my arms to embrace whatever comes, uh, you know, in my life and to embrace others and to embrace myself and to, to move forward. So if that's my process, then um, that's my being. You know, that's what I want to show up. That's how I want to be. That's my purpose and my passion is to to be love and to be opportunity and to be open and to be grateful. And so that's my process, if that's what means being in your process. I think absolutely. I think there's a lot of um, expectations that come with um, how we how we want things to go or how we want things to look. And when they don't go that way or look that way, um, we get disappointed, we get frustrated, we get, um, we start to doubt uh, our abilities or um, whatever it may be. And so living by intention, I think, is um, a great tool to use when letting your process be your process, letting your, your, um, Life, you know, being willing to let your life be what it's going to be and um, not having to, um, you know, not living in the future or the past um, and and being present to your life and being, being willing to uh, just keep taking one step in front of the other without necessarily knowing um, what you're going to be stepping into. Um, and to speak more about intention – because um, not all of our listeners may know uh, what we mean by intention. So in Fearless Living, we uh, we write intentions um, with the statement of, today I am willing to practice. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then we follow it up by whatever we're willing to practice that day. So... For me, my overarching intention uh, for the last, I don't know, uh, 14 years has been I am willing to practice trusting myself more today. And I think practice is one of the most important words in that statement because it allows me to have wiggle room, to not have to do it perfectly, to not... um, have an expectation of myself to uh, do certain things that day that would illustrate that I'm trusting myself, but to have that intention um, in the forefront of my mind so that when something comes up and there's an opportunity for me to trust myself or not, that is there. And so I'm more willing to step into that and to trust myself than I would be if it wasn't in the forefront of my mind as my intention. Yeah, I just think intentions are extremely powerful. And it's, I always kind of think of a football field when I'm thinking about expectations and intentions and one end of the first 50 yard lines are expectations and then over the 50 yard line on all the way to the touchdown is intentions and I think it's easy to slip back into expectations and expect things to be a certain way 
or expect people to behave a certain way or have expectations of yourself that lead to disappointment and frustration. But as soon as I start to feel frustrated or disappointed, I can check myself and I can make a choice because we have those checkpoints every day, every time that we're willing to practice something new or we're willing to be reflective or we're willing to question ourselves and ask ourselves, what do we want? And so I like I like to think of intentions as being that that way of breaking breaking out of expectations, getting past that fifty yard line towards the towards the touchdown, and uh, just really trying to eliminate expectations as quickly as we can, knowing that as human beings we're going to slip back into that that mode of expecting things to be a certain way, or expecting an outcome, or expecting a behavior, expecting whatever it is that we want, we think should happen. So I love intentions because you can stop yourself. You can use them as a checkpoint and say, wait a minute, I'm willing to practice compassion for this situation. I'm willing to be honest. I'm willing to take personal responsibility. I'm willing to step out. I'm willing to, um, you know, listen, I'm willing to speak first. I'm willing to smile. I'm willing to be vulnerable, whatever your intention is. Your overarching intention is to be uh, to trust yourself, and my overall my overarching intention is my life is to serve as Christ served, and so I can always check myself and and ask myself is this is this the person I want to be, and how is this like my model, and then move forward from there. Uh, when I begin to feel that oh I'm frustrated oh I'm disappointed well why am I disappointed because what did I expect. And what's my intention? And I think it's a a wonderful, powerful tool to help us stay on our journey, focused on growth and focused on courage, focused on on happiness and joy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the more, uh, I was going to say weighted, but I don't know if that's the right word, but the more dedicated or committed we are to our intention, um, the better off we are. And so it's important that we know why we're setting the intention. Why are we wanting to practice that? What do we feel will happen if we do so? And um, really anchor that why into the intention so that when things get difficult or challenging, that we think of the why as well as that we're practicing this intention. And that, I think, supports us even more with with following through with those choices at those checkpoints. Mm-hmm. So yep, I would agree. When it to, mm-hmm. So when it comes down to why do I want to trust myself more? What do I think will come of that? It's that that motivates me to to practice trusting myself and keeps me moving forward. Sometimes mm-hmm. I set daily intentions. I know I have something coming up in the day, and so I want to have I want to practice a certain um, intention to support me through that situation. Um, 
you know, maybe I have a difficult conversation coming up or I have um, lots of um, appointments in the day or um, whatever it might be. And I want to support myself to uh, come to those situations um, in the best place possible. So you can have a daily intention. You can have multiple daily intentions. um, And then you have those intentions that you practice a lot longer and that's what we were referring to as our overarching intention Um, it's an intention I have been practicing since I came to fearless living about almost 15 years ago so so there's the intentions that we have that we practice for a long time and then those there's those more immediate intentions that we practice as well so it's a step that can really support you yeah, we write, you know, we talk about writing in a gratitude journal and we talk about gratitude being, you know, an attitude that can really affect our capacity to check ourselves and to stay in tune with our wants and and desires and dreams and goals. And I think I started probably maybe 3 years ago adding to my gratitude journal a daily intention that I write down. I have my overarching intentions. I have little charts in my house and little places in my closet that I see every day that remind me of the characteristics that I want to incorporate into my life and how I want to be to be loved, not just to give love, but to be loved. And, and so I have those around my house to remind me of my overall or overarching intention, whatever we, we name that. But I do write a daily intention in my gratitude journal every day and it usually has to do with the circumstances of the day or it's a a basic foundational principle in fearless living like many times my my daily intention is that today I'm willing to practice compassion honesty and personal responsibility because those are three of the foundational pieces of fearless living or I might say today my intention is to practice doing what I can when I can the best I can Um, Some days my intention is today I I am willing to practice connection and having fun. And so it it just depends sometimes on the circumstances or my mindset for the day, uh, what I I write as my daily intention. Sometimes it's very specific to activities that are occurring that day that I want to have a specific intention for that I'm willing to practice and keep in my mind. But intention really allows us to to not be caught in the first 50 yards of expectation. I was a reco- I am a recovering perfectionist and expectation was my worst enemy and it makes my life so much more pleasant and joyful to be in that last 50 yards in intention rather than being in expectation. Absolutely. And when we can practice living the way that we want to live, showing up as the person that we truly want to show up as. It's very empowering. It's very motivating. Um, And most days it can be a risk Um, or maybe it's a stretch, but um, it's that daily, that daily decision to uh, step out of your comfort zone, that daily intention to, uh, See, uh, see the possibilities, um, being willing. Um, so I think that it is definitely um, 
a great tool to use as you continue to walk this uh, path to freedom. Absolutely. Um, what is there anything else that you would want to speak on about uh, willingness in general as we wrap up this uh, this month of uh, step number two willingness? Well, I just think that that willingness, the word willingness and the word practice uh, alleviate a lot of stress and expectation for our our success or our journey or how our growth, however you want to say it, a willingness to step out of our comfort zone, a willingness to take a risk, even if it's just a tiny little stretch uh, each day, a, a willingness to be open to growing. And through that mindset of being willing to practice, I really like those two words going together. Uh, in intentions and just thinking about what am I will well I'm willing to practice uh, practice makes and I don't want to say perfect because that's a, a, a thing I fell into in my life was that I had to be perfect but practice improves our capacity to think ways to act ways to um, speak in certain ways the practice is what gives us that open-heartedness that open open-mindedness that you know opening our arms to possibilities so I just believe that there's so much power in words, and I believe the word willingness and the word practice uh, allow us to have compassion for ourselves and to move forward. Yeah. I, I think for me the most important thing about willingness is that it is an action. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an awareness can be a thought or a shift. Um, in our perspective or our filter, but willingness to me indicates that you're willing to take a step, that you're willing to take Mm -hmm. action, you're willing to make a choice, Um, you're willing to do something different. It's an an action word, and I think that that's really important, and if you're not acting, if you're not taking that step, then checking your willingness. How willing are you to take that step on a scale from one to ten? If it's not higher than a five, you're not really that willing. And if it's something that that you're you're telling yourself that you want to do, there's an opportunity to check yourself there. Is it really something that you want to do, or is it something someone else wants you to do, or is it something that you think you're supposed to do? but you're really not fully committed to it. Um, so there's the opportunity there. But if it is something that you really want to do, looking at it and saying, okay, well, how can I increase my level of, of willingness? What can I do? Who can I go to? What can I ask? What can I research? So that my willingness level goes up and the possibility of me taking that step goes up. And so I think that the the most important thing to think of to check yourself if you really are willing is are you doing it? Because it's an mm-hmm. action. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I, I think that it it can be 
in the beginning stages of willingness, I think it it might be a thought that leads to action because the thought has to come first and then the action is is the personal responsibility part of the of the willingness uh i think that that willingness grows with your courage and with your trust and with your uh stepping out of your comfort zone because we do teach we do teach people that even thinking about getting out of your comfort zone is is the first step so i think in willingness it it can be a thought that leads to the action um and sometimes that that is the beginning and it for some people that's a risk absolutely yeah it doesn't have to be a physical action like you actually um smiling or calling someone or um asking your boss for a raise it can be uh an internal action um mm. where you're you're choosing to look at something differently. You're choosing to um, feel about something differently. You're choosing to be open to something differently. But it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's an action. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that um, when we when we look at it that way, that it's it's empowering. Um, we can start to see those baby steps. We can start to acknowledge those baby steps and celebrate those baby steps and give ourselves credit for those baby steps. Um, because when we actively choose to do something for ourselves or um, to shift towards that path of freedom, that um, that's powerful. And we we need to give ourselves credit for it because as we yep. acknowledge ourselves, that builds our confidence and that motivates us to continue taking those steps until we are at the point where we can take a physical step um, if it's that type of situation. Um, maybe we're taking steps to forgiveness and there's not necessarily anything that you have to do physically, um, but it's, it's uh, releasing um you know whatever we're forgiving um yeah which may not be something that you could that you could show someone actually or take a picture of but it's still um it was it's still movement it's still um it's still action yeah yeah i think we need to define it that way it uh i can agree with that you know it's really uh, again, it's a lot of semantics, you know. So, what what does that what does action mean? Does it mean a physical, or is it internal, mental, emotional action as well? You know. Mhm. Yeah. Well, that's what it means to me when I say it, um, because mm-hmm. I think that when we when we choose, when we're making a choice, that's an action. I think that when mm-hmm. we when we go through life with our blinders on or, um, you know, feel like life is happening to us, um, you know, we're not making choices or we're not seeing the fact that we're making choices because we are making choices, but we're not mm-hmm. actively choosing those choices. And when we, we take back our power, when we 
real, realize what we have control over, which is ourselves and the choices we make, um, then they're act, we're actively choosing them. And I think that when we, when we actively choose, it's just not a consequence um, from doing nothing or not making the decision, um, that there's power in that when we choose it. Mm-hmm. And that is, I believe, an action because it's, it's something that we're doing differently than we did before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that every choice point we come to is is an opportunity uh, to show willingness to change, and change and change can be a thought, uh, you know, a a word, a language, uh, at, or physical action. Yeah, absolutely. So we have just uh, a few more minutes. Is there anything that you would like our listeners to know um, about this step before we move on? Well, I just think as we go through the 12 steps and now we've introduced the first two, I think they're, they're pivotal and they'll follow us throughout the remaining steps. And that is an awareness of the step and what it means to us. And then a willingness to it, to apply that step in our decision-making and in our, in our choices and, and moving forward. So as we, as we move forward, awareness is the beginning and willingness is the action. Uh, and as Kelly has described tonight, internal or external action that we take in order to stay on this path to freedom. And that means freedom to explore our goals and our dreams, our passions, our values, and to be true to those which brings us then to, for me, it brings me to inner joy. So it's the beginning, but it's it's also the foundation. So I'm really uh, excited that we could share these two with you and, and have these two weeks to, or two months, huh? two months to talk about mm-hmm. these, these pivotal or foundational steps in fearless living. Yeah, absolutely. I think everything begins with awareness because if you're not aware of a change needing to take place, you're obviously not going to take it. And once you're aware, then it comes to that choice point. Okay, now I'm aware, and what am I going to do? Am I not going to do anything? Or am I going to take actions to change what I see that I don't like or what I see needs to be changed? And it could be a tiny shift. It could be um, a small action. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that would absolutely 100% turn your world upside down. It doesn't have to be some huge thing that you're willing to do, um, but are you willing to do it? And that Mm -hmm. leads us to the other steps because we have to be willing to to move on to the other steps. We have to be willing to connect, willing to hold ourselves accountable, willing to be in the present moment. And as the the year goes on, um, the different steps that we'll – that we'll talk about, you have to be willing to get there and you have to be aware to be willing. So I love these two steps. They play, uh, they'll play a role in, in every of the other steps. And, you know, the steps all work together. You don't necessarily have to, to start with one or the other, but most steps start with awareness and lead to willingness. Um, 
And I think that that's really important. And these first two months are so important because we get to talk about these steps and that, that uh, supports you in, in moving towards the others. And um, I agree. I thank you. I thank you for all of you listeners who are willing to show up and listen to uh, Terry and I uh, share with you what we love and um, how we want to support you in moving on your path to freedom. And we thank you for um, coming back each week or catching us when you can. We appreciate all the support for sure. I thank you, Terry, for for being here with me tonight. Um, we're excited yep. to move on to step three next week, which is connection. And that is connection. connecting to ourselves as well as connecting to others. And we want to remind you all that all of this information is provided by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about that at fearlessliving.org. And you can also find more about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or on Facebook with uh, slash uh, Fearless Generations. We thank you, everyone. And until next yes, week. Yes, be sure and have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Count your thank blessings. Thank you for that, Terry. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Be fearless. All right. Good night. Good night.